It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Happy almost weekend. It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. So we are all about love and dating and romance. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, our French romantic. I am mm. your realist. You are, know it. Yes, and we're going to set you straight. Um, <laughs> if you have any questions about love, dating, and romance, or whatever's on your mind, 855 855- 905-8255. That's the number to call. Phone lines are open right now. I also want to send everybody, Simon, to our website, simonandangie.com. Why? Because Simon and I would love to give you the gift of a romantic or girls weekend getaway to Las Vegas. Yes, Vegas. Celine Dion. The French Quebec queen of do they, singing. Do they love Celine in French? We do. In Francais? We do. In, in we, France? They we, do. We love her. We okay. love her voice. We love her. She's amazing. A class. I love her style. Yes. Uh, And her story. And she's one of the greatest singers in the world. And she'll tell you if you don't know. But anyway, go on to simonandangie.com. That's where you can register to win this trip. It's the end of summer getaway trip for two to Las Vegas to see Celine Dion live. She's coming back to her residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace right now through January 2018. Tickets are on sale now, by the way, if you want to go. But like I said, register and go for free on us. You mm-hmm. get two uh, tickets, round trip, airfare to Vegas, two nights at Caesars Palace, tickets to see Celine Dion live, all at simonandangie.com. So, Simon, Angie. when we come back, I want to go to our favorite game, Date or Dump. Dump. Yes. And we have somebody calling in to tell us her date or dump story. Oh, okay. She wants to know what we should do or what we would say for her to do mm-hmm. with her little situation. Red flags are going off. What is going on? on with Sarah on Date or Dump next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We take your emails all the time. If you have questions about love, dating, romance, if you need some advice, simonandangie.com. And that's where our caller is coming from, actually sent us an email to Date or Dump, mm-hmm. where you have a question about somebody you're dating. You don't know if you should continue or you should dump them. Simon and I will help you figure this out. And this was so good. I wanted to get her on the air. So let's say hello. Listening right now in Birmingham, Michigan on 100.3. This is Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Bonjour, Sarah. Hey. Bonjour. Hello, love. So what is hi. your... Hi. What is your question for the rendezvous on Date or Dump? Okay, so I've uh, been on a couple dates with this guy, Mike, uh, I guess three dates, and on our last date, he asked me if I could spot him like a hundred bucks that he would pay me back next week because his cash flow is off and he needed to pay his rent, mm-hmm. and obviously red flag, <laughs> and I told him, I said, look, I'm not, I'm not really comfortable with that, um, and, and he said that was fine, and he figured it out some other way, I guess, um, but now I'm, I'm not sure if I should keep seeing him or not. Because after that, it's like, I don't know. What would you guys do? Date or dump? I'm not sure. This has only been a few dates, and he already asked you for $100? Only three dates. Three dates. And let me ask, on that third date where he asked you for the money, did he end up paying for the date, or did you guys split it, or did you pay? We split it, but I'm sort of, that's sort of who I am. Okay. Okay. After the first date, we've we've been splitting. All right. I know what I think, Simon. What would you tell Sarah to do, date or dump? Sarah, I think that really that's not a good sign. Your intuition ringed right away. You said, you know, that's a red flag. It is. So it's not romantic. It's just it's just out of the ordinary to do that. It's kind of a first I hear a guy 
daring to ask, you know, on right. a third date a, a, a lovely woman. So I would say, I would say dumb. Sir. I usually don't like to say that because I'm a romantic, but I would not go on a, on a fourth date with him. I, I, I can't trust him anymore. That's well, what he did. I have what been, about you, Angie? Oh, yeah. I, I also agree, and I'll tell you why, Simon, I agree with the dump advice. And like Simon said, Sarah, you know that that's like weird and a red flag. Even if I've been on so many dates with guys mm-hmm. when I was younger where I had maybe $2 in the bank, and I was like, thank God he asked me out, and he's taking me to dinner because I didn't have dinner that night. And we all go through times where we're a little strapped for cash. Never in a million years would I ask somebody that I've been on a couple dates with to spot me a hundred bucks because you're trying to make a really good impression (laughs) on that person. And if you're asking me for a hundred dollars on a third date, I am assuming that you have no money ever and you have money problems. If you're asking what's basically a stranger for money. And that he he has been thinking about it because I don't think it just came out of the blue. He's been thinking about it for the last two dates at least. Can I spot her a hundred bucks? Right. So, and if you need a hundred dollars, don't you go to a family member or a, a close friend or somebody before you go on a girl that you had three dates with and ask her for money? I've never heard something like this, Sarah. Me I've, either. And I've heard many stories on this show, but that's kind of a first. So I'm and glad you called us, though. That makes me think that he's exhausted all his other money resources. Like maybe he's always asking for money because you would ask somebody or, closer to you. Or, yeah. or. He's asking everybody, including Sarah, to add everybody 100 bucks from everybody would be the sucker to say, yes. That's an even bigger problem. Yeah. So (laughs) we can't trust him anymore. And, you know, you figure it out with your intuition. But we said dumb. So what is is your gut telling you? I mean, you hear what we say. What do you think? Yeah, I think you guys are right. He seemed like a nice guy. But, like, yeah, what if he meets one of my friends? And then the second time he meets my friend, he asks them for money. Like, there's something off about it, I think. (laughs) It's 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 so early. It's so awkward. Yeah. Like I don't need you to like take me on elaborate like elaborate dates. But like yeah, if you can't figure out sure. right, you're asking me after two dates, it's, I don't know. It, there's a million ways to have romantic dates without spending a whole bunch of money. There are so okay. many ways to do it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. if you're strapped and you still want to find love, that's okay. But don't ever ask the person you know, you're on a third date with or a first date or a tenth date with for money. People who do that are usually gamblers. People that usually... Or would, drug addicts. Yeah, or drug addicts. People <laughs> who do that are either drug addicts or gamblers who so need the money. Immediately. Immediately yeah. that they would be willing to do... And you either need a, you either a need drug a, addict or a gambler. No, you either need a fix or somebody is on your back and yes. you need it immediately. So there's a reason he needed money and he needed it so immediate that he was asking you. So Sarah, we both agree. Dump! Dump. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yes, and we wish you the best of luck. Yes, bonne chance. Don't call him back. Let us know how it goes, because next time it's going to be like, can you pay my phone bill? Uh, I got a flat tire. Can you pay for my tire? Can I move in, by the way? Oh, yeah, that's that, dude. Sarah, good luck to you. Yeah, (laughs) no scrubs, honey. TLC said it best. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. Good night. More of Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, and romance. So, Simon, I know you've done some online dating. Yeah, yeah. I missed pretty much this whole online dating thing and the apps and all of it because when I started dating my husband, it was right when Tinder was coming out. Thank God, because I hear these horror stories. And I'm sure you've (laughs) seen them, too. Um, So, they had this conversation on reddit which i love that we're talking about things on dating profiles that are instant deal breakers like if you see this on someone's profile like you see the picture and oh 
that is a beautiful person. Let's look and see what they had to say. And then you see a line or a quote or a something and you're like, oh, no way. I'm clicking on this. Right. So I'm going to start with things that men write on their dating profiles that women find as instant deal breakers. So, Simon, I don't know if you still have a dating profile. I I do. I I hope you don't have any of these things. I hope not. That's Um, here. Let's see. Complaining about your exes on your profile. No, no. no. Deal breaker. Yeah. Um, Complaining about other women. Like, women on dating sites are shallow. You probably won't read this anyway. Women never do. It just sounds like you're really salty towards women. Not at all. Bad grammar. That's a big one. If I saw bad grammar. No? I don't judge on bad grammar. You don't judge on bad grammar. Because my English is not as good as yours. See, you're from France, and you probably are more forgiving in that way. Yeah, and my grammar is not perfect either, to be honest. So if you were dating on a French profile, and you saw a French woman with that, you you would think that. That's a different story. Exactly. Um, Claiming to be looking for someone who isn't shallow or superficial, and then you list all the physical traits that you have. Uh, like you must have this, you must have that. So it sounds no, like no. you know you're contradicting yourself, and then um, also saying any people you don't want to date, like a big list. Like I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. It just makes it look like you're very picky. No, no. no. All right, so let's do the other side then. Yes. When we come back, men on dating profiles, what really turns you off when a woman writes something? Instant deal breaker on the profile. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous, the show of love, dating, and romance with Simon and Angie. So I found this list on Reddit. For people that date online, it's it's the norm these days. What are things that someone writes on their dating profile that are instant deal breakers for you? Mm-hmm. Simon, I know you do some online dating. You have a profile. Now we're talking about the things that men see on women's profiles. Like maybe you see the picture of her and you're like, ooh, beautiful. And then you read this and you're like, oh, no way. Um, here's one. I'm a princess or I want to be treated as a princess. <laughs> Turn off. You know it. High maintenance. High maintenance. A.K.A. high maintenance. Yes. Um, uh, When a woman says, are there any good men left? It says that she's already mad about something or about men. True. Um, Trillions of requirements that only superhumans can fill this checklist. Like, I need six feet tall. I need this. I need blue eyes. I need a full head of hair. I need college educated. Like, too many things, right? Mm -hmm. Unoriginal or cliche quotes like, if you can't handle me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. Things like that are just kind of like, okay, I'm not good enough for you now. Have you ever seen something a woman has written, Simon, that turned you off? The things that turns me off is when in the profile, there is too much of an effort to adapt to the guy's world, such as- I love sports. Yes, exaggerated about the local teams and stuff where you know most of the time they're not so into it. Yeah, if you're quoting stats from your favorite baseball team's batting average, uh, then come on. Yeah, just all the players and it's just too much and I feel you're making something fake there. It's nice to say, oh, I love this soccer team or I love this football team. But if you start but going, but if you go too long about it, that's, yeah. that's one thing. It seems fake. Yeah, exactly. And then there is, of course, and that's a turn off. It, the, the extreme political side. Yes. Uh, okay. Key so. politics and religion yes. and all of that out uh, of the dating uh, yes. profiles, at, especially at first. Yeah. Okay, so I want to hear more from our listeners. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. What have you seen on a profile, or what did you learn? 
that wasn't the thing for you. I know, Simon, you date online. So mm-hmm. does our technical producer, Adam. Oh, and yes, I, he does. And I want to know what Adam has to say, too, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Everybody's dating online these days. Mm-hmm. Yes. Simon, our French romantic, you are single. I know you are on some of these online dating sites. I am, with little success, I must say. Right, and so we're talking about some of the things on dating websites, specifically your profile. Like, let's check our profiles, everybody, if you have an online profile. And are you really doing the right thing? Because there's some things that you might have on there that's an instant deal breaker. Um, right now we're talking about what men see in women's profiles that are an instant deal breaker. You said, Simon, political stuff, if you're overly into sports. Yes. Like uh, politics, overly religion yeah, or ideals that no one can achieve. That's another thing. Like uh, a Superman kind of. Superman stuff, like listing all the things you need. I need you to have 87 qualities. Well, you're immediately dismissing every man on the list. Height requirements. Or um, men said that they don't like when they see on a woman's profile, I don't like drama, because that usually means I'm all about drama. <laughs> like, if you're mentioning drama, that means you like drama. So, Simon, you're on these dating profiles. Mm-hmm. I know uh, our producer, Adam, is also on the profiles. Adam, what do you see in a woman? Like, you'll see her picture, and she looks beautiful. And then you see this, and you're like, oh, no, I'm not clicking on it. Well, as you said, I don't like lists. Lists um, are bad. Yeah, but uh, also, I don't like it when I can tell from a girl's written profile that she's been super burned in the past, and she's not willing to accept anything less than a full-fledged relationship right off the bat. Like, some of them are just like, if you're looking to play around, or you're right. looking to do anything that's not full-on, you know, relationship. She's getting and, too deep right away. And it's like, the fact of the matter is, I don't know, if I haven't met you in person yet, I don't know. Maybe I am down for that, maybe not, but you're not giving me a chance, and so I won't write them, because I feel like, let's say we go out five times, and I'm not head over heels, did I waste your time? Am I guilty? Like, I- well, one of the things on this list, Adam, was when a woman writes something like, are there any good men left? You immediately get that sense that there's this animosity yeah. toward men or relationships yeah. or she was burned. Like, don't show any sort of saltiness. And you clearly right? think there are good men left or else you would have given up. So it's exactly. almost like, what are you doing here if you don't think there's anything good? And That's a great and one. And about the pictures, what do you think of the do's and the don't? When you look at all those pictures, what uh, you know, you're younger than me. When What what are the turn-offs for you? The turn-offs? Pictures-wise, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I just group want- pictures are bad, right? Group pictures because now you have to try to yeah, well you have to try to find out which one is the one so that you're true. interested in, Angie. and it's usually the less attractive one because let me put myself in this picture with all my hot friends. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that to be rude, but why are you putting yourself in a group, Adam? Yeah, the group thing is tough, especially ones like let's say there's a series of five photos. One, one. group one's okay. Sometimes okay. it's three out of five. You're like, what are you doing? I agree. Um, and it sounds it seems insecure. You got to show you have your friends. Yeah, uh, I got got my girls. I'm not too picky on pictures. I just want to see the entire package. I want to see your face. I want to see your body from multiple angles. Head to toe. Yes. No, I understand that, though, because you could see somebody's head, and you have this cute head, 
and then it's attached to Jabba the Hutt. And Correct. I like, and I'm saying this both ways. I'm not just saying this toward women. I don't want women to get mad at me, but you know, uh, or is somebody, you know, a guy will post a picture of their head attached to their high school quarterback body and not their dad body that they have now. And guess what? You don't know if I love dad body. Maybe I love dad body and you lied. Do you think we're not going to see you when you walk into the restaurant? We're going to see you. So why lie? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, there is a tendency about the group that is growing and growing. I agree with Adam. I see it. Four or five women together. It's hard to find who it is. Right. And we assume that you have friends. No, I mean, I hope you have friends. And also, please, with the dogs. I mean, one picture is great. But one when you have three picture. or four pictures with your dogs. I love Thank dogs. You. But if you live for your dog yes, now. Yeah. So, I mean, or your cats or your animals. A couple... Two pictures max, not ten. Jill, our executive producer, you're also talking about <laughs> things that you don't like to see with guys. What do they do? Yeah, I really don't like to see with a profile, uh, a guy's profile where it says just ask. Just, just ask. ask. Like you're making no you do all the work. And then I also don't like pictures with guns or animals. Like oh yeah, tigers and like weird oh, things. People, what's with the tigers? Oh, oh my god. god, it's so. I weird. don't want to see the gun rack guns. in your pick 'em up truck yeah. with the Confederate flag. No, just please. don't. <laughs> but it's so weird. There are women that are down for that, and that's just not your thing. You think of it online is just being in a bar, and there is not with you or your friends or your animals or your guns. So you're just, just here, you. and so just do the same thing online. Just be you, yes. like, and then it's high, high, and you start from there. I agree. Anything else is not necessary. Just keep it real people. Yes. When we come back, we're going to keep it real, Simon, with a bonjour, Simon Marcel. Aha, email. Bonjour. Yes. Yes. Let's get to the emails next on The Rendezvous. People need some help mm-hmm. coming up with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Simon, we get so many emails for our French romantic. <laughs> and humble servants. Yes, on simonandangie.com. Sometimes it's hard to call into the show. You want to send an email. It's a little easier to discuss these delicate love questions. So let me give you this email, Simon, from Mia. Bonjour, Mia. She's listening on WNIC in Detroit. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour. The man I'm dating never wants to make plans. He asked me out on dates, but then when he picks me up, he has nothing planned, and he just asked me what I want to do. How do I get him to plan things for us, Simon? <laughs> oh, I cannot stand this. Even like as a married woman, I've been married. I've been with my husband for almost ten years. If I say, "What do you want to eat tonight?" I don't know. What do you want to eat? It's the biggest back and forth, and it can cause a fight. So if you're very new in a dating relationship and you just pick somebody up and say, what do you want to do? What do you think about that? I don't, I don't think it's the end of the world. Uh, he's not a planner. But it doesn't mean he's not a good guy with a big heart. It doesn't mean he's not care, care, caring. It's just maybe a bit, how do you say, spacious? Or like you're in the he space. spaces out? Yeah. You should uh, not space out. It's not the most romantic thing to do because romantic is to plan, to organize, yes. to think. Take somebody's, what they like to eat, what they like to do into consideration. You make plans. But the thing we are, and and thanks for your email, is that there is a lot of guys who can be very romantic and at the end will not be the greatest guys. And there's some guys, well, maybe not the planners, but deep down, they're big sweethearts. So I think you should tell him. I think the result is, hey, listen, I don't like it when you come over and you have no plans. Make an effort and teach him how to be a little bit more romantic. Okay. Because we have to help each other. If he's a good guy. If he's a good guy. I want to ask you 
because this puts something else in my head about what he might be doing. So I'm going to ask you this question, Simon, as a man. Okay. I want to know your answer to what I think is really going on All right. with him when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. So, Simon, we're going off this email that we got at simonandangie.com. Indeed. This came from uh, Mia, and mm-hmm. she said, listen, I'm I'm dating this guy. I've gone on a couple of dates. Every time he picks me up, there's no plans. He's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, what? what? Why no plans? Um, you think, which you're right, there are people that will make a million plans and be romantic and be the biggest jerk. Yes. And then vice versa. And vice versa. So it's case by case. So that's why I said to Mia, tell him that you want him to make an effort to plan, that it, it, you don't like it. If he's a good guy with a big heart, a big heart is more important than a big plan. A big heart is more important than the quality of the date. A big heart wins over everything in my book. Do you want to know what I think he's doing? What do you think, Angie? I think he just wants the ooh-la-la, some of this. Oh, some of that. And he a doesn't little bit care of this. because it's too much work to plan a uh-huh. date when you have okay. an end goal and he would Angie? rather just do that. Okay, but you're always right there, but it's not just about the ooh-la-la. He does want the ooh-la-la and a bit of this right. and a bit of that. He's lazy. He's but being no, lazy. But there's some guys who just like don't think about Simon Marcel. Yes, if and you are into a woman and you are feeling these feelings, you're gonna like move heaven and earth to impress her, to make her feel good, to find out what she loves. No, but there's some guys that are not planners. They need to learn how to be planners. It doesn't make me doesn't make them so bad guys. She's supposed to teach him how to. I think it's okay. Give him a chance. We should always give a chance to somebody who's a good heart. So you're saying talk to him, tell him what you need. Yes, talk to him. You know, communicate with him. Well, Listen, uh, this you know if she likes him, but he, if not, like why am I here to teach you how to be a grown up? She said she's been dating. So it means it's a few weeks or a few months. She must like him somewhere. I don't want to break them. I think it's 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 okay if she teaches She's him disturbed. how to evolve. She's disturbed. She's disturbed. She wrote in to ask you. And I'm glad. And I said, you know, when, when romance is not intuitively, you know, in your action, you can learn. Tell You teach people how to treat you. Yes. So you're telling her to teach him how to treat her. Absolutely. Let's talk about that when okay. we come back. Okay, because that's okay. another question. Next, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simon. Angie Taylor. We're still talking about this Bonjour Simon email we got from Mia who said, Hey, I'm dating this guy. He never wants to make plans. He just shows up and is like, what do you want to do? I don't know. (laughs) What do you want to do? That's so frustrating. And you went into, hey, you have to teach him how to treat you. Yes, exactly. I believe that to an extent. The good thing in a new relationship, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you can teach a young dog new tricks. So in a relationship, when everything is new and fresh, everything is for the grab, which drives me to that question for you, Angie. We mm-hmm. talked about, okay, for dinner, but what about the ooh What about in the bedroom? What about if you were single? And what about if that guy is cool, he's handsome, you uh-huh. like him a lot, uh-huh. Uh-huh. comes to the point, okay. everybody's I like this conversation so it, far. It, Where are we going? And we are smooching, douching, and all that. And then what do you want us to do? What do you want me to do to you? He said, what do you want me to do to you? Yes, like, turn so off. what do you like? Turn off. What turn do you off. like, Angie Taylor? Because we're grown-ups. Well, but he wants to please you. But I don't like the insecurity or the non-confidence of asking me, what am I supposed to do to make you happy? 
What do you want to do to go out tonight? What do you want in bed? Like, try something. If I don't like it, I'll tell you. But you- if it's not going the right way, I'll give you nudges here and there. I'll make a noise. I'll not make a noise. I'll do something but- to lead you down the right path. But when you start asking, it's kind of like saying, can I kiss you? It's an immediate turnoff. Okay, I agree. It didn't say, can I do this? My question was, what do you want to do? What do you like? It's not how or can I do it. It's- okay. If we're in bed and, and things are going along, that's cool. But I also am of the belief that once we're adults, and it depends on your age and your experience, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you're young, you don't know what you like, you don't know what you want. True. We're all inexperienced. But if we're adults and we've been around the block... I want to walk into a turnkey house where everything's ready to go because I've already done 20 fixer-uppers. <laughs> I'm done with constructing this house I want only to have it walk away and have a new owner uh, six months later, this chick that he's talking to at work who gets all my hard work, the house that I constructed. Now she gets this beautiful house. Right. And I'm sitting here going, well, I did all that work. I don't want to have to do that. I'm not here to teach anybody. I'm not your mommy. Have you ever had a guy like that, like uh, way before you were married? That uh, yeah, yeah, that was kind of like, what can I do? Yeah. What do you want? What do you... after a while you just want as a woman and 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 I, I say this as a very strong independent woman. We still believe in some gender roles, and we like our men to sometimes take charge and do that. So you mean you like to be told what to do. I like to not be told what to do, but Indeed, just ooh-la-la. like somebody else take the responsibility of control in certain re- things in our love life and in our day-to-day life. Like, And, and I say this as an independent woman, yeah, yeah, it yeah, works. Yeah. I want to go home and have my husband do things at home because I'm tired of doing things all day. You know what I mean? And being a mom and being a wife and being a career <laughs> person, there's yeah. a lot of responsibility. So it's nice to have... The man sometimes just be like, mm, I got this. Ooh, I got dinner. I got you. I got you. I got you. Just knowing that you can relax and your man that's has a big, you. That's a big theme of yours. I've noticed you've, yeah. you've uh, mentioned that, that you want to feel the man in charge yes. more and more and more. Not, and it's weird because I say I love a man that takes charge, but I don't want a man to dominate me as a person. I just want a man to help and to, I always say I love a thug with a heart. Like, like oh, I don't, a bad boy. Yeah, a bad boy that doesn't treat me bad or other people. Like, I want to know that you have my back, that if something bad sure. happens, you've got it. That if somebody breaks into our house, I don't have to be the one to get up and get the baseball bat. You know what I mean? What do you think is the worst thing a man can do when he starts to do that I was a new date? What's the worst when you look back? The worst Question thing- everything. Just like ask questions the whole time. Don't ask or me. afterwards, how it, good was I've it? Lost, yes. <laughs> how about Don't that? ask questions. Has anyone asked you that? Yes. I need confidence. That's what is the biggest turn on, I think, with men and women. You love a confident woman, right? Yes, I prefer. Women love confident men. And even if you don't feel that confident, fake it till you make it. Like, just fake it for the minute. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Like I said. Yes, go for it. And, you know? pre- and prepare the dinner. If you heard Angie, well, prepare just, like, the dinner. Well, just figure it out. F- yeah. If you're picking me up for a date, know where we're going. Don't make me plan the what date. What do you want to eat tonight, though? Ay, ay, ay. You should know me by now, Simon, okay? <laughs> I'm not doing this again. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. 
Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hit us up anytime if you need advice or you want to send us an email about anything at simonandangie.com. Simon, we get these listener emails, and thank you for sending them. Thank you very much. We love all your emails. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending. Sometimes it's easier to send an email and just listen into advice. So let's do that because this one is very detailed. Um, and I want to talk about this for a minute. This is uh, Connie sent us this email. She listens in San Antonio, Texas on the iHeartRadio app. Mm-hmm. By the way, you can listen anytime to The Rendezvous, Simon and Angie on the iHeartRadio app. She says, my husband of 29 years wants a divorce. He found a younger woman and he wants to have kids with her. We have two children together. They're 23 and 15. I'm turning 50 this month. Why do men think they need younger women when their current wives get older? Don't they realize they're the same age, just as old as their wives? Should I stay and fight for my husband, for my marriage, or should I walk away? I love hearing your advice to people, so thank you for being here for us. That's what Connie has to say. This is such a deep, multi-layered email because now we're talking about 29 years of marriage, kids involved, kids are almost grown. One is grown, one's 15, almost out of the house. And him turning, or she's turning 50 and him saying, I want to be with someone else. I want to have more kids, blah, blah, blah. She wants to fight. And that Mm -hmm. is like breaks my heart in Mm -hmm. so many ways. So Simon, Mm -hmm. I want to get your take on this. I want to hear what people have to say because I feel like a lot of women, uh, older women especially, feel like, Sometimes men are, they want the bigger, better deal. The BBD, as I call it. The bigger, better deal. The younger model. The new sports car. Uh-huh. You were the hot sports car back in the day. Now here comes the new Corvette. And, woo, that's shinier. Those wheels are new. New <laughs> curves. All of that. So let's talk about that, Simon. And let yes. me get your perspective on that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie going off an email right now that came into simonandangie.com about our listener, Connie Simon, um, who says, hey, my husband and I have been together 29 years. He wants a divorce. He said, I want a divorce. She's about to turn 50. They have two kids. There's a younger woman that he wants to be with. He wants to have kids with her. Mm -hmm. She's wondering, should I try and stay and fight or should I just let it go? Simon I mean, it's it's hard to dissect something so serious in, in an email where we don't have a lot of information. But what does your first instinct say? My first instinct is to fight. Uh, you should. But it has to also make sense that you don't fight too alone too long. If somebody does not want to be with you after saying it for you to you for years, you have to take the distance and go heal with a therapist because there's nothing worse for a man or woman to fight for years for somebody who doesn't want to be with you anymore. It's humiliating. Unrequited love yeah. is the most damaging, I, so humiliating. I, yes. yes. So there's two differences between being patient. Men have midlife crisis. Women too. But the men midlife crisis are usually exactly what you describe. I want a new car. The new sports I car. I want a new The bigger, girlfriend. better deal. Yes. I want a new leather jacket. I want a new, new, okay? It's that, ego. It happened to me. I was not married, but it happened to me. You feel by 40, between 40 and 50, this this midlife crisis. If that's the case, fight for it. He'll come back to you. If it's more than that, then I suggest that you take the distance so he misses you and you take a step back 
and also with a good therapist, start healing because you may have a chance to find somebody wonderful. A divorce is an opportunity to love again, not the end of the world. The thing I most agree with you on is the therapy because this is a very life-changing, huge shift in her world. And we have to take a quick break, but Simon, I want to dig into this a little deeper when we come back. me too. Next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going off this email we got at simonandangie.com from Sweet Connie listening in Texas. Um, Married for almost 30 years. Husband wants a divorce. Found a younger woman. Mm -hmm. Wants to have kids with her. Um, They've been together forever. Have two kids together. They're turning 50. And she's wondering why do women need or why do men need younger women at this age? I mean, you're just as old as I am. Why are you getting this younger thing? She wants to know really at the heart of it, should she stay and fight for her marriage, for her husband, or should she walk away? Um, Simon, the the greatest thing you said was therapy, first of all, mm-hmm. because I, I feel like this is such a life shift. Mm-hmm. And they're about to have this empty nesters thing that goes on because their kids are 23 and 15. I'm assuming one is out, one's about to be out. And it's just the two of them. And now she's sitting there saying, okay, well, he wants this younger woman and he wants to have more kids. She can't give him any more kids. She's 50 Mm -hmm. um, or she won't. And that's fine. Um, But she wants to know if she should stay and fight or walk away. He's asked for a divorce. He says, I want a divorce. I think she should walk away because if it's not her, this young girl, it's going to be someone else. It's going to be the woman at... His, you know, tennis match. It's going to be the woman at the Starbucks. I feel like he is already out. If he's asking for a divorce after 30 years and like, what are you fighting for? Really? When she says stay and fight because the kids are grown. It's you can't use the well, I have to stay in it for the kids excuse anymore. Someone who will dump his wife of 29 years and the kids for another woman is not in that relationship. So what are you fighting for? You're fighting for. The fact that possibly it's just temporary. So my hope was that this could just change a few months from now. But he says he wants a divorce. He says that. But many pe- how many people in married people have said, I want a divorce and never actually go with it? That's a big thing to throw around but after 30 years. But you heard friends of yours, of 20 years, 10 years. So I like to give a chance to keep them together. But I agree with you that he wants a divorce, you can't forever fight alone. Well, here's the thing, Simon, though. He wants a divorce, Yeah. but he has found this younger woman who wants to have kids with her, meaning he's probably been in a relationship with this younger woman for more than a minute. Possibly. It's not like he just wants a divorce because he's bored. He wants a divorce because he's in love with someone else, and he wants to have children with someone else. There's a lot going on here True. that she cannot give him, True. and she's going to suffer, I feel like, if she stays here and waits around yeah, for what? I, I, exactly. That's why when I said therapy, you need to go to therapy yes. of wondering why you want to stay and why would you like to go. Yes. And also realize that, and I've seen it, that those scenarios often ends up by the woman who at first felt like she lost something, ends up with another partner mm-hmm. of a bit older than her, same age, that is so happy to have a second chance at love. So that's why, yes, I say always give one last chance to see with your therapist if there is still love there between the two of you, or if he's just finishing his crisis, midlife crisis, if, and if all answers is no, you get a good divorce, you get a good attorney, and then 
you back just like us Fresh in the slate. swimming pool of yes. dating and loving and it's not the end of the world what's more exciting than being 50 and knowing you're not 90 you're 50 you have a long life ahead of you you could have the most beautiful romance the most amazing love of your life waiting around the corner but i agree with you simon and i think that she should get therapy for herself First, before anything yeah, I, I agree before anything to, and, and get an ally on her side and, and emotionally yes don't try if he's not trying just try to heal yourself and figure out what your next move is True, but Angie really, and I'm sure you've seen it, many people have threatened of divorce and stayed together yes. until they're 80 years right. old. So, but she I needs the support of that therapist. Yes, that to, therapist to, to evaluate yes. uh-huh. uh, the question. That's why I, I hope, fingers crossed, he's Ooh. just lost his mind for a minute and coming back. Otherwise, not the end of the world. Sounds like his mind's been gone for a minute. I mean, <laughs> right. dating somebody younger, <laughs> wanting more kids. Like That's a life choice, though, right? That is a life choice, yeah. and it doesn't sound like she's part of that, but... For her life choice, get your life as strong as it can be with therapy. Absolutely. Yeah, Simon, yeah. I agree a thousand yeah. percent. And good luck to you, Connie. Bon chance, Connie. What an awful thing to have to face. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Like Simon said, there is another chance for love and a long life. Oh, absolutely. It's a chance to, to rebound right. and find love again. Right. And maybe he'll be 22. The next guy. Ooh Who la knows? la. <laughs> All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thank you for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of the show tonight, please check out our website, simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. You can hear the podcast. We had great topics tonight. Online dating. If you're dating online, there are things on your profile mm-hmm. that might be a big turnoff. I'm not talking about your picture talking about some of the things you might be saying in your profile. What are those? You can hear that there. Also, asking your date to borrow money. Are you serious? <laughs> that's a good That's a good story. That, there, I yeah. love that story. And then I loved this email we got from Connie, our listener tonight, Simon, mm-hmm. who was talking about divorcing, divorcing possibly after 30 years of marriage. Husband found the bigger, better deal, wants to marry a younger girl and have kids with her, asked his wife for a divorce after 30 years. She's so confused on whether to stay or go. And you had a great, Simon says, in this trying time for her. Thank you very much, Angie. And I really believe in it 110%. A divorce is an opportunity to love again. Yes. It's not the end of life of the world. It's a new beginning. A new beginning to find true love again. And that, keep in mind if you're going through this. A divorce is an opportunity to love again. Mm-hmm. And that's priceless. It is. You have a big life ahead of you and therapy, therapy, therapy helps. Oh, 100%. <laughs> all right. So you can hear all of that on our website. Also, Simon, I want Angie. everybody to go and sign up for the giveaway we're giving. Oh, Vegas and Vegas. Celine Dion. Everybody loves Celine Dion. I don't care who you are. <laughs> go see Celine Dion in Vegas. Simon and I want to send you there for free. You and a guest. It's the end of summer getaway for two from the rendezvous to Las Vegas to see Celine Dion live. She's back with her residency at the Coliseum at Caesar Palace right now through January 2018. Tickets are on sale, but don't worry about that. You sign up, you win. We're going to send you for free round trip airfare for two, two nights at Caesars. Tickets to see Celine Dion. That's at simonandangie.com. Thank you so much for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous, and we will chat with you tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. Enter and get rules at therendezvousshow.com. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.